Good evening to you. I'm here again. My name's Rob, doing another podcast. And yeah, it's just a bit of time for you to kind of sit back and chill out and forget about the um, fact that you made um, a mug of custard explode in the microwave before. Um, Yeah, it was quite weird, really. Um, So mum made a, um, like a, a pear tart, which is uh, an interesting one. Probably not something I would typically um, eat, but we are where we are, I suppose. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm not overly picky when it comes to dessert. I'll take it. I'll take what I'm given. Um, So, yeah, we had this pear tart. And, you know, when you think about pear as well, very rare that I would eat a pear in a non-dessert context, which is interesting. Um, uh, I, th- I think it might be one of the few fruit, if if any, that I would specifically only eat in a in a dessert context. Um, I suppose maybe cherry. Cherries are up there. <clears throat> Strawberries maybe as well. Um, and then there's some fruit that I just will never eat because I think they're uh, poop. I'm looking at you, blueberries, and your stupid little pips. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we had this pear tart that needed to be eaten. So I was like, well, I'll have that. Thank you very much. And um, we had some powdered custard. I know it's not probably ideal, but, you know. It's not Master Chef. It's a Monday night, and I worked till eight PM. So I, uh, so I just fancied having some custard on it, but I didn't. I mean, I don't even know how to make custard, but I'm assuming it involves kind of like egg and sugar and all kinds, and you know, faff. So we had this powdered custard, and the instructions on the custard basically said, like, you know, put it in a thing like a container i put it in a mug and pour hot water on it boiling water and you know stir or whisk and it'll become custard i did so and not really much was happening for me um so i poured a little bit more custard a little bit more custard powdered sorry custard in so um yeah and i felt like at that point it just felt like there was more than enough powder in there to create the custard that I required. So um, I felt as though maybe it was just like, maybe it needed a little coaxing. So I chucked it in the micro for 30 seconds, went off and did whatever. I think I was, uh, I actually put the tart um, in the oven for a bit just to like, um, kind of like, so it was, it was, if anything, it it actually wasn't really a tart, it was more of a pie because it had a top on it as well, had a pastry top. So I was trying to like, um, kind of crisp up the pastry top of the, 
of the pie, the tart pie thing. And um, yeah, I wasn't keeping an eye out on the on the microwave, the the action in the microwave. Um, open the microwave, and obviously it's yellow in there. Everything was yellow. <clears throat> and by God, that custard had gotten very thick very quick. Um, sounds like a kind of a rap song by the next, um, you know, Megan the Stallion. Very thick, very quick. Um, maybe that should be my mixtape title. I'll kind of remember that for next time, I think. But, um, yeah, so uh, it was incredibly thick and it was uh, everywhere. Gave it a quick wipe down before before my mother caught wind or saw it because I just feel like, you know, that's just a, an immediate... Um, you know, it's it's very easy for that to, to boil over. <laughs> Pardon the pun there. I mean, I didn't even mean for that. That was excellent. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, it's annoying because when things are in hand, it doesn't matter if they're in hand as long as the thing isn't done, if you see what I mean. So uh, she was, like, you know, scheduled to go out for, like, a little walk um this this afternoon evening type thing i want to say like 6 p.m and for some reason before she was going she so she'd made herself in a rush um but she decided that she needed to do the dishwasher before she left despite the fact that like you know there was no pile of dishes to be washed that we needed done in time that we needed done in time for like a you know a dinner party or anything um you know we do not have guests and um yeah like there was no massive queue of dishes to be um to be to be washed and yet we had found ourselves in this position whereby um despite the imminent walk that was um you know occurring it was absolutely critical to get it, to get the dishwasher done beforehand anyway i trying to be nice sort of said we, what you do you don't need to do that now um i'll do it all you just go sort yourself out and i'll do it all which is odd for me. Um, that genuinely does seem to have been like a, you know, uh, I can't like you know like an act of kindness because I can't, excuse me, uh, I can't think of any ulterior motive I had. Now it's worth saying we you know we can't rule out that I did have any ulterior motive, but I can't think exactly what it would have been. So I might just give myself the. The benefit of the doubt there and say that I did a good thing um although I sort of didn't because by the time she got home I still hadn't done the dishwasher um but in my defense what I would say is in my agreement to do it or in my kind of you know um acknowledgement that I would do it myself I didn't state god oh yeah yeah 
I didn't state that I would be doing the dishwasher, um, you know, in the interim period um, between her leaving the house and arriving again. So, uh, you know, if we want to do any, we want to do some maths, if we want to do some life maths, uh, I'm afraid I don't lose in that situation. But she didn't quite see it that way. She got home made a comment about it and I was like oh for god's sake um it is worth saying that the reason I hadn't done it was because I was actually still working so I wasn't even doing anything fun in 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 the meantime I hadn't like you know finished the witcher again um in that in that interim period so I feel like I was justified in not doing it and in the end I did it you know but I did it in my own time, and the dishes now will be washed, so that's good. Um, what was I even talking about? Yeah, I had pie, uh, yeah, pear pie, tart, and cr- custard, crusted, um, and that was fine. That was nice. Speaking of food, though, I wanted to share my comments on what was a, a an interesting and uh, very enjoyable I'm worth saying very enjoyable French fine dining experience now um, as you can tell I'm not French and um, I have been to France a number of times actually maybe like six seven times maybe I want to say I'd like to say 10 because it's a round number, but I don't think it's quite that much. Um, But it it could possibly be around there. Um, So I've been to France, but I I can't quite remember ever eating in a very fancy French restaurant. Um, It was a lot of bakery. It was a lot of like bread and cheese and butter. And it is worth saying bread, cheese and butter and boursin. And, uh, you know, other bits and pieces like that are very, uh, you know, they, they tick the box, um, for me. Uh, but yeah, so I, I guess I would have quite liked, well, maybe in hindsight, I would have quite liked to have gone to some fancy places, but I would have been 12 years old and I would have been petulant about it and I would have been sick as well because it would have been, not, uh, you know, palatable for me. <clears throat> In any case, I've been to, I've been to kind of a French fine dining restaurant before. Um, went to one in Birmingham, I think. Uh, well, no, I know it was in Birmingham. Can't remember exactly where it was, but it was fancy and it was very, very good. And it was also very expensive and I paid for it. Um, and no, it wasn't a date or, or anything like that. So I feel like I was cheated, really, in a way, for paying for it. But I think I did offer. It's kind of by the by. Um, but I went to went to kind of a French fine dining restaurant over here on the island. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just very funny. So... 
I it was a, kind of a bit of a surprise thing for me for my birthday. Good friend of mine. In fact, he's been on the podcast, Jack Sneedle. Good, a good, a good friend. Um, he uh, essentially <laughs> uh, booked us in for a date, which was um, very kind of him. Um, and to be honest, it's probably something I'd recommend for uh, for for any fellow men listening to this podcast. I know that there's about twelve percent of the listenership are females, and to be honest, you know, you you can do it too. But I think there's uh, there's probably a lot to be said for a little kind of um, a fake gay date. Um, I think I quite liked telling that story to myself as we arrived and people kind of have a look and they think, because obviously it's still quite old fashioned over here. And certainly in, in this restaurant, there were a few, uh, there were a few tables of kind of old vampires and they, they definitely didn't like the, uh, you know, the idea that perhaps Jack and I would be kissing later on, even, you know, even though unfortunately for them or fortunately for them, whichever way, um, we were not doing any kissing. Um, that is worth noting. Um, well, yeah, I was just so full. <laughs> I don't know. I imagine if I had even, you know, puckered my lips towards a kind of kissing scenario, I would have shot out like a like a nice um, kind of tubular spout of sick. Uh, French onion soup. <laughs> so uh, it's for the best that there were no, um, there were n- f- strictly no kissing scenarios um, that night. So that was good. Um, but yeah, it was funny. So there, you know, I mentioned them just before. There was this table of vampires. Um, I kind of noticed them fairly early on. So I like not knowing that I was going to like kind of quite a fine dining restaurant. I, I'd dressed just about appropriately, I think. And when we arrived, I took my jacket off and I nearly knocked off this, this fairly expensive looking um, piece of art that was hung on the wall right behind me. Um, So I, you know, pooped my pants when I saw that. Um, and I'd like to think that the uh, you know this table of vampires you know had a really dim view of it, and you know I do mention I'm calling them vampires because they looked <laughs> there's old people and then there's like very very old borderline dead looking people, um, very very stoic faces, um, very you know, um, just, I don't know. It was kind of all, it was very important. Everything, it felt like the culmination of the day for them to be there at this round table. It was, you know, a group of about six to eight of them. I can't quite remember all in sort of, you know, their, their very best attire. And I felt guilty for, for wearing jeans and boots, um, but you know, whatever. Um, and uh, what was interesting was they—they they must be rich because they 
when they left at the end of the night, they 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 sort of said to each other, "Oh well, same time tomorrow, I guess." And it's kind of like, you know, between well, yeah, between myself and Jack, it was a hundred and fifty pounds, um, and we had one bottle of wine. And to be fair, that was more than enough for me to be completely and utterly bladdered. Um, and I think I only had like a few glasses from it, but like. Yeah, this was this was some real wine. Like I don't know where. The, well, I like to pretend it was from France, but to be honest, it could have been from the Coe, and I wouldn't have known. Um, which does bring me to kind of another funny point was this uh, this idea of well, we kind of we weren't quite um, au fait with the etiquette. I would have said. Um, for this type of restaurant, this caliber. So, um, like one, one thing was, uh, we were asking kind of like what was on, you know, what certain things mean on the menu. Cause they're written in French. And I had a good moment where it was, it was, there was something on the menu that kind of was, it was like thermal or something like that. And, um, I, I kind of was trying to be smart and I was like, well, so it must be, you know, it must mean heating it, you know, by uh, steaming it. Um, I think it was cauliflower. And I, it was basically something that sounded like it could, could be associated in some way with steam. Um, and uh, we, we asked the guy who's just like this young lad, and uh he was just quite funny because he was like yeah no it just means cheesy just means cheesy garlic bread and uh i felt like a cock because i you know i had one moment early doors to try and you know be smart and i you know completely wrecked it and then from then on i kind of you know fell apart in every other scenario um but i do stand by the fact that it, you know it just didn't read like it meant cheesy because, you know, fromage is cheese and it was not fromagey. So I don't know what, I think he might have been lying, but whatever. We didn't even buy the thing in the end. Um, but yeah, um, so after I'd had a bit of a wobble about the, uh, the, 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 the lack of, or kind of my, my error in understanding the, the menu, we did realize shortly after we'd ordered the wine that we were probably going to be expected to taste it. And, you know, when presented this bottle of wine, they kind of, they, they suggested, you know, would you... well, in fact, I, I struggled so badly because they kept kind of, whenever we saw the waiters, it was almost as if we were expecting the service to be much poorer than what we got because kind of, they would they would kind of arrive at the table and say something like you know um you know can can i get you more water any drinks or not even that because any drinks is fairly standard but it was they were things even to this point i can't even really recall what they were but it was so one thing was the the guy arrived with the wine and he announced it first with its french name and like not quite knowing to be honest we didn't even know what it was called we just sort of picked something from the menu 
it was under like light and fruity. Um, again, kind of following that theme of, you know, what we were looking like. We were light and fruity gentlemen on a, you know, on a little date. And, um, and so we, uh, yeah, he, so he announces it and he was like, and we kind of like, uh, yep, yeah, that's, yes, please open the bottle. And then he was like, would you like to taste it? And we were kind of like, uh, nah, <laughs> you know, because to be honest with you, um, I'm at a stage in my life where all wine tastes the same. Well, all red wine, I don't know. Every red wine I've had feels quite fancy to me. And it's probable that I've been kind of spoiled by people who know wine quite well. I've only drank wine a few times, but the people I've drank wine with are quite good with the wine. So, yeah. But it's all been nice, is my point. And I was kind of like, you know, it's well, it's not going to be vinegar, is it? So, uh, yeah, we had that, had my steak with it. Tremendous, excellent stuff, brilliant. Um, and later on in the meal, I decided we'll go, I'll go for a little walk. I'll, I'll make some room for dessert. <laughs> um, so I went to the can and this place, um, this restaurant is, is actually in a hotel and, um, the hotel rocks. Uh, it's kind of like old fashioned in a way, uh, in a sort of slightly off putting way. So obviously you've sort of got this, you know, this table of vampires who I like to imagine just live in the, the, the hotel cause they're just rich and they have a big fat pension from somewhere. And, um, yeah, they sort of suit the decor, but, at the same time, I loved the decor and the toilets were, you know, tremendous. They're really nice. They're like sort of light up mirrors. Um, it was one of those things where you're not even really in a cubicle. You're like in a room in a room. If you go into for like a, you know, a poo or a sit down wee if you're wanting to treat yourself. Um, I had a sort of, you know, a number three, so a mixture of one and two. Um, Sorry to go into that level of detail. Hopefully you're not eating your dinner. Um, and yeah, in fact, no, what was the best part was um, I didn't, I don't even think I had much of a number two to offer. It was just an awful lot of farts, which was good. And that really reminds me. Ah, in fact, no, I'll finish my point first though. The hotel was amazing. And I, th- I want to be the, like the vampires. I want to live in that hotel. I want to buy one Bitcoin now. Um, and then when it reaches 10 million pounds per Bitcoin, I'll sell it. And then I'm going to move into that hotel. And um, I will live my life with incredibly rich red wine, French onion soup, and pepper sauce farts for the rest of my life. Because... After I'd been there to eat the next, we'll say three days. I'm going to say three. It was definitely, it was definitely two. It was maybe two and a half days, actually. My farts were relentless and so deep and rich. They were hot 
from the recesses of my bowels. They, I don't know how they were quite being stored, but it was, um, you know, they were smells that haven't ever come from me before. Um, you know, it was a expensive red wine, beef, pepper sauce, and 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 French onion soup. So, so you know. It's a lot of concentrated onion, vinegary, grapes, uh, you know, just very, very rich in flavor from my bottom. And it was funny until it got to a point where rooms that I was spending a lot of time in became kind of tainted, um, smelly. So... Yeah, just a just a you know, I guess a a word of caution for you there in future is just be just be wary that you may need to kind of. Mm, I'm not even sure whether I should have just taken a pill and kind of, you know, really really gotten the, you know, all the processes working through, um, with a little more vigor um, than normal. Who knows? But it, you you will be glad to know that I am back. Um, you know, business as usual, shall we say? This is an occasional fart, but they're uh, they're more for comedy purposes. It's kind of just to let you know that let you know I'm there, type thing. Kind of just put you at ease a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, I went for a run today. Um, not not trying to show off. Wasn't a particularly good run. Um. But, you know, in fact, I've not quite ran as much as I'd like to have done over the past week or so, which is a shame because it was it was raining on Sunday. I went for two runs on Saturday. I went for two runs on Saturday and I played nine holes of golf. And then Sunday it rained and normally I would get out, but I just completely, I don't know, couldn't be bothered. I let myself down a little bit. So I went for a run today, fine. And for the first time in my life, I think, I saw a metal detectorist. I'm going to say it's a detectorist. Metal detectorist. Detectorist. A terrorist. I saw a terrorist in um, in a field, um, like just a farmer's field, <laughs> with like a kind of a prodder. Like kind of what looks like a hiking stick in one hand and a metal detector in the other, and he had a large bouffant of of grey hair, and it was funny as I was running past, he had the temerity to look at me as if I was being odd, um, and that was funny. But I do just wonder, kind of. Like that's that's the life, isn't it? To just be retired and you know hope to find treasure. <laughs> that's a very uh, you know a base human kind of uh, expedition. That really isn't it. Um, and I guess I suppose it also sort of speaks to how strange I must look if he kind of thought, God, that guy's guy's weird. Might have just been the fact that I was running in kind of like you know a sweatsuit even though it was really rather a nice day today. And um, not necessarily out of choice. I suppose it's a case of um, I don't really like the 
you know, I'm still fairly self-conscious about the way I look, I suppose. So I prefer kind of big baggy clothes. And also I don't have a fanny pack yet that I can put my phone in, which is a great shame because I'm a big proponent of a fanny pack. So I'm, you know, I might invest some money into, into fanny packs and, and, and become that guy. Um, so I, I only, I only have like a zipper pocket on my tracksuit bottoms and I feel like there's something kind of strange about a t-shirt and tracksuit bottoms. I feel like you may or may not agree with me on that, but yeah, I feel like certainly when running, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like you look a bit bare on the top if you, if you've got like trackies on and then just a t-shirt, but whatever. Um, Clearly, that was odd enough for the for the metal detectorist or the terrorist um, to to kind of you know think twice, um, or maybe he just wasn't supposed to be in that field and he thought I might tell on him. Um, in which case, he's unlucky, isn't he? Because he's he's found himself on a global podcast. Um, but yeah, we're we're nearly at the end here of this half an hour stint, so. Uh, yeah, well, I'll bid, I'll bid you farewell, and we'll have a a lovely week ahead. I'm I'm sure. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. And if you know anyone that might enjoy listening to this podcast, then you know, please do point them this way. We ain't stopping ever, and it'll be cool for you to tell them in five years' time that you were one of the very first to listen to this worldwide cult of a podcast. Um, so yeah, thanks once again. Um, remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to other people, and I will speak to you next week.